to encourage you to visit our website and do some reading as well as listening, Terry Flanagan said, why don't we go into the archive and recycle some of the wonderful articles written by our contributors over the years? We're going to do that, and Terry's going to tell you all about it now. If you go to our website after tonight's programme, rte.ie forward slash moody, and click on Nature Notes, you'll be able to read articles written by our expert panel, Terry. Well, Derek, I think you've, you've said it all there yourself. Um, going back over the last 10 years or so, myself, Richard, Aina, Niall and lots of other contributors, Eric Dempsey, uh, we all wrote articles which we put up on the website, interesting articles, maybe a thousand, two thousand words, and they've got people thinking about wildlife and nature. And so what we've done is we've resurrected them and we're now putting them back up on the website again. And hopefully people will get to see them, will look at them and will we'll, we'll glean something from them. OK, so start with something you've written about. Well, the first article that's up there tonight from me is Why Should We Eat Insects? We don't eat insects, certainly not in Ireland. We don't eat insects. We don't eat them in, consciously at any rate. Well, that, that's true. But do you know that there are eight billion people on Earth and more than one billion of those eight are undernourished? I mean, we need more food to feed people. And insects, they're the most diverse group of animals on Earth. We know of at least one million one million species of insects and there are millions more that have yet to be identified and that have to be named. And that for every human on Earth, this was a statistic that blew me away years ago, for every human on Earth, there are more than one billion insects. One billion insects. The total weight of all the insects on Earth is about 70 times the weight of all humans on Earth. So... They're there. They're full of protein. And it's not as if we're not eating them. In more than 130 countries around the world, people are deliberately eating insects. More than 2 billion people are deliberately eating insects all the time. And it's going back thousands and thousands of years ago. You remember in in the desert, John the Baptist, when he crossed the desert, he fed on locusts and And wild honey. And wild honey. And there are over 2,000 species of of insects that are edible. And I don't know, Derek, if you've ever been to Thailand. No, I haven't. Well, I can tell you, there are 15,000 cricket farms in that country producing crickets purely for human consumption. Wow. Isn't that that something? And, you know, let's look at the advantages of eating insects. Why do we eat food in the first place? Well, we eat it for nourishment. We eat it for carbohydrates and proteins and fats and vitamins and so on. Well, they're very, very, insects are very, very high in protein. If we take, for instance, a hamburger, a hamburger has 18% protein and 18% fat. But a cooked grasshopper has <laughs> 60% protein. There you get that 60% protein and only 6% fat. And the fat, guess what, is unsaturated fat. It's the good fat, like the fat. What's we the have. grasshopper feeding on? The grasshopper is feeding on grass and okay. feeding on the plant. The clue material. is in the name. No, I'm only asking. <laughs> come on, come on. Well, oh, what does the mosquito feed on? On moss. Come on, Ian. <laughs> well, insect farming, too, it's also much more efficient than, say, is cattle farming. It takes 45 grams of feed to produce four and a half kilograms of beef and the same amount of feed produces 20 kilograms of crickets it also reduces greenhouse gas emissions they can be raised in huge numbers in very very small areas there's much less pollution produced and there's a huge variety of insects, as I say, that we can, can ah, feed on. Ah, but what do they taste like? Did you have ever eat any of them, Terry? But do, we don't get them in Ireland. No, I haven't. Well, 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 why aren't we doing it? Or 
Why are people not eating? And I think the reason is because we eat with our eyes. Everybody does, I would imagine. Well, yeah. well, that's true. You have a lovely steak there and you think, oh, you don't see the cow. You see the lovely red meat, the juicy meat and the, the onion rings and everything else that goes Control with yourself, it. yourself, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but what about insects? Well, you feel the crunch. You don't like the look of it. But if you could make it more appetising, in other words, grind it down maybe or coat it in chocolate, something like that, well, then maybe we would eat them. I think... Traditionally, insects have been seen as destroyers of crops and our avoidance of insects is more cultural than biological. But I think in the future, we may change. OK, we may do. Now, Aina, you have an article appearing on tonight's website also. Yes, yes, Derek, I have chosen a very timely topic to reissue and it's hibernation, how animals get through the winter. And of course, it's animals at our latitude that hibernate I point out if you're at up in the Arctic regions if you go asleep you'll never wake up again because it's so cold you'd freeze mm-hmm. so even though people say polar bears hibernate they actually don't they go into their caves they stay awake the females feed their young in under the ice and don't emerge for three months starving and the males are out on the ice floes trying to get food and down in the tropics you don't need to hibernate so it's at our latitudes that, that animals hibernate and then I, I talk about this and how it happens it's not just going to sleep and could we hibernate some days you think it would be a good idea but it's a whole physiological process you have to drop your temperature you have to drop your metabolic rate all of that kind of thing so it's a way of getting through the winter I mean birds can migrate if they can't get their food and omnivores can change their diet and if there's no insects for them to eat they can eat berries they can eat vegetable material they they, they have a choice but the the, the animals like say hedgehogs and bats they they can't do this so they, they hibernate and of course squirrels don't hibernate because they have as we have been talking they have they save up the various hazelnuts or the acorns and they have food in the they winter. They have a little stash. Why would you be gathered nuts in September if you're going to be asleep for four months? They're not bonkers. I mean, this is this is nonsense. But people still think that squirrels hibernate and they don't. And then, of course, frogs hibernate as well too. They're at the bottoms of ponds. Did you ever think, Derek, how come they don't drown? No, I didn't ever think about that. Either. Go on, but there you tell go. us. Well, I mean, there they are. They have lungs. I mean, if you ever see a frog, it's going out and in, out and in. They don't even have ribs. So you can really see their chest going in and out. And then they're down at the bottom of a pond, you know, less and less. But the males the males hibernate down at the bottom of a pond two, three months. You can't hold your breath for that length of time. How come they don't drown? And the thing is, they don't have gills. People say, oh, they have gills. Well, they haven't gills. Tadpoles have gills, but they're long gone by the time you get to be a frog. And they don't take water into their lungs or they would drown, they actually get oxygen directly through their skin. And that's how they manage. Now, they don't get a huge amount, but they get enough to keep them going. And that's how they manage to survive the winter. Because the heart rate drops so low. Yeah, well, they only need a certain amount of energy, Mm. but they do need some oxygen to keep the brain going. But they get it through their skin. So there's a queer one for you now. There's a queer one for you. So you can read about that. And as Richard was talking about berries and birds earlier, Richard, you have written about berries and birds. Indeed, I have. I will dig out that article and I will kick it on to you. It's about 11 years since I, I wrote that stuff up I think and so and it's all about unity the way birds animals plants uh, trees all interrelate to each other the checks and balances the good things about relationships the downside of the relationships it's a very interesting you do the more you look at nature it's less a question of individual species frogs and toads and squirrels it's much more holistic. It's much more an entire system. There is one great nature, all interlinking in all sorts of ways. 
Well, you can read all about it as the old cry used to go and it's on our website rte.ie forward slash Mooney and just click on the Nature Notes section. Now, Niall Hatch, you've eaten insects, haven't you? I have, Derek. And um, while that might be a bit of an acquired taste, I can definitely see the merit in eating them. Mm. You're you're talking there about in Thailand, how they have the crickets and grasshoppers and they're commercially farmed and they sell them the night markets there. And I remember going through some of those night markets when I was in Bangkok. And they've all sorts of other creepy crawlies there. I've seen them in China as well. So you can get things like um, scorpions and spiders. Okay, not insects, but kind of in the same sort of way. And are people eating the scorpions and spiders as well? Uh, Yes. And I've tried tried scorpion. I have to say, didn't like it. It was something very... I mean, it is... It's hard to get over that disgust factor it really is there's just something very unpleasant about it, it didn't, honestly didn't taste that good however in Thailand with the grasshoppers they're sort of deep fried and they put this sort of spicy coating on them you know food in Thailand is delicious and I got different types and I was later back in the hotel watching TV and I just realised I was eating them like crisps and actually they were absolutely fine there's no harm in eating them at all I thought it was actually surprisingly good so they're like pleasant. little maybe maybe they might look like tiny little shrimps you know the way if you have deep fried shrimps you eat those and they taste grand so presumably a big insect dipped in that and fried wouldn't be much different if you didn't know what it was. It is, it is very arbitrary what we eat and what we don't eat. Um, so you talk about, about shrimps and lobster and so on. These crustaceans, people like those, but yet no one would think of eating wood lice. And apparently they taste very similar. No. <laughs> now, now, don't go <laughs> eating wood lice mean, at home. No, don't go eat them at home don't. because you, you, don't, you don't know where they've been just, or where they can came you from. Just, don't just randomly start eating, no, eating insects Ab- either, just absolutely for the record. Not. Because there's still a lot of work to be done about you know what exactly is edible, what's not. What's uh, in them? Yeah. No, no, but the thing is that your insect could be feeding on something that's poisonous to you. Yes. I mean, we can eat the garden snails in our gardens, but would you? Maybe it was eating ivy, and ivy is poisonous to us. Just to tell anyone listening, if you get the chance to try properly cooked, prepared grasshoppers from a reputable supplier, if you're abroad or if they ever come into Ireland, go for it. They're actually nowhere near as bad as you would think. I would say they're actively nice. I would have them again. I can't see it catching on here. <laughs> but anyway, look, it's, it's an old That's story. The... I mean, people have been talking about this for years on radio and on TV. Yeah. Year. But what we're doing is we're going into the archive and looking back at articles that were written many years ago, just to kind of give you something to read anyway. That's, that's what Gay Byrne said about Ballygowan Water famously on the Late Late Show. I remember it, yeah. I can't see it I catching, see on, it catching on I remember watching that night and the guy coming in with water and, and no one's going to buy and, and we've bottles of and water Gay in Gay here. Gay 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 other products are available let me just uh, state that. Anyway, thank you very much